So we are starting this week's Torah portion service with the beginning of the book of Numbers. And it's interesting because it starts off with God taking a census. Why is he counting us? Does he not know us before we were born? So we see and understand that our God is not just a God who uh, sits up in heaven, but he wants to have that personal, individual knowledge of us. And he's giving us this journey, this time in the wilderness, really to be able to come to him with a clean slate. You know, it's interesting. The other day, one of my neighbors had put out in his front yard a plastic form uh, pond. And it said free on it, and I couldn't resist. And I took that pond home. I've always wanted to have a pond in the backyard. And for some reason, having that thing where it didn't cost me to start it, trust me, it cost me the rest of it. But it was that starting point. But it was really interesting because before we could put it into the ground, we had to clear out. We had to clear the area of the debris. And that's really what our time in the wilderness is about. See, so many people have a hard time coming to uh, receive the messianic idea or way of life because they have other stuff on top of them already. You know, so many times I hear from people that, are, that know God, and when we, when we share with them about what we do, it's like, oh, but I, I, just, you know, I have to eat my ham, or that, that Sunday worship, that choir. And it's really interesting because when God brought the Israelites into the wilderness, it was a time of getting rid of the old, getting off of the old situation, and bringing into a new. And that's literally what I had to do with the pond. We had to clear out the area, and then we had to dig. And we started digging, guess what? We hit rocks in our lives. And we had to pull those rocks out and get them out of the way because we have to make sure that the area is clean and clear of debris. We don't want to have the plastic break and all the water go out and the fish die. So in, just like in our life, we need to dig through those situations, get rid of what could block us from having that experience that God wants. The journey that he's giving us is a journey that takes us into the promised land. But when we get there, we have to be ready. And that's what this wilderness experience is about. It's a time of reflecting, of looking back, and of clearing out. He had to get the Israelites to no longer think about the Egyptian way of life. No longer worshiping idols. But now he's coming to give him his word and they're to walk in his way. And that's really what God is calling us to do. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish or Gentile. He gave us one Torah to celebrate and to, and to be a part of. He gave us one half Torah the writings of the prophets. And he gave us one Brit Hadashah, the writings to let us know how to follow our Messiah. That's how our God works. He lays out before us the path of what we're to do. Are we ready to go on that journey? Because you know what? There's going to be rocks in your life. 
There's going to be weeds that you have to get through and cut away. There's going to be those roots that go deep into the ground that you're going to have to cut out. So that when you are there in the wilderness, you can be received and cleaned once again. You know, it's interesting, the scripture tells us that Yeshua, after he fasted for 40 days, went into the wilderness. And that's where he was tempted by the devil. The devil kept offering him the world. But what kept Yeshua from taking those temptations? It was the Torah. It was the Word of God. Every time Satan threw something out at Yeshua, Yeshua responded, not from his flesh, but from the Word. See, the Torah is there to keep us on that path. And the devil had no answers to it. After the third one, he fled. Because the Word of God never comes back void. And that's what God wants us to do during this wilderness time. As he's taking the Israelites and as he's taking us once again during this time of being quarantined. Are you shedding away? Are you digging deep into your life to see where you're at? Because I believe God is calling us to do that. You know, for a while when we were digging the hole, it just looked like barren ground with, with this big empty space. But then we were able to leave, uh, put the foundation of the pond in place. Just like putting God's word in place in our lives. Everything was taken away and he was able to start fresh and new. Then we had to level it to make sure it was going to be stable. We didn't want water running out one way. And that's how our life has to be. We need to be level in God's word, not strained part in the world and part in the, in, in the spirit. But God wants us 100% in him. Then once we were able to level it out and get the things in place and give support in one area to another to make that thing level so it can keep the water in there. Then we had to add the water. The water was poured in just like the word of God has to be taught to us. And it will fill us up and encompass us. But even if you know anything about building ponds or fish tanks, you don't just put the water in and then throw fish in. If you do that, you know what happened to the fish? They'll most likely die because the water's not prepared yet. See, God needs that time in our lives where we can prepare ourselves, where we can study the Word and understand and get deeper into it. We're not going to be perfect, but we can learn and adjust. Then we start putting the, the plants in and the fish. And the plants are there to protect those fish. Because guess what? If you've ever seen a pond and you've ever seen a big bird out there, you know what he's looking for, a free lunch. But God's word protects us from the enemy. It's the thing that can ward off the devil. 
And guess what? The devil will come after you. The scripture is very clear that it says, use the word of God. Use the name of Yeshua and the blood of Yeshua. Because the devil has no authority and no control. You know, once we put the fish in and we got everything in place, then we put the stones around the pond. More for beauty than anything else. But our walk is to be like that. That people are to look at it and see the love of God there. Then we put a filter in place and a, a little fountain. Because see, God's word should always be continually going through our lives. And falling down on us. This wilderness journey leads us to the promised land. And God is bringing us through this time to get us ready for what's to come. He knew this situation was going to happen. He knew what the devil was already trying to plan. You know, it's interesting. We talk about in the end days, we'll be a cashless society and we never understood how that could be, but I just saw an article that talks about how MasterCard is joining in in the Digital Identity Alliance ID of 2020. This group of people, including Microsoft and Rockefeller, names that should ring a bell, names that really have tried to do things that might not be how God wants it to be. But they're talking about a cashless society and how we, quote, need it because of this pandemic. No, what we need is the word of God. What we need is his word and to trust in him. Because this is how the devil tries to get us to that end day. But we shouldn't be surprised because we know God has told us this will happen. We need to be prepared. And how do we get prepared? By that time in the wilderness. That shedding off of the old and bringing on the new, the word of God, the Torah and the Haftor and the bread Hadashah into our lives. That's what's going to keep us strong. That's what's going to get us through the plans of the devil. The answers are already before us. God already knew what was happening before it happened. And he's warning us. We need to be prepared. We need to take note. And we need to follow his word. We need to get this understanding of what God is doing in our lives. How he was trying to change us and mold us. The time in the wilderness for the Israelites was a time of growing and trusting in God. And renewing their faith in him. A generation will have to pass. But that next generation will enter into the promised land. Take off that old. Come to God in a new way. Maybe you've been in the, the church for a while and you just feel God calling you. He might have you watching this show right now. I've talked to people and it's amazing how God moves on their heart and brings them to the Messianic faith. 
But what you need to do, if that's you right now, you need to be willing to strip off the old. Dig out those roots that are deep underground. See, it's not enough just to take off the top. You've got to dig deep. And then let him put that foundation together. Let him build your kingdom in you. Let him build his kingdom in you. Because God is calling you to a better place. He's calling you to trust in him. It's an amazing time we're living in. We're going to see more things happen. Because I believe we're closer to the end days than we ever thought. But we know that we have the word of God to not only guide us, but to lead us, but to also show us what's coming up in the future. We can be prepared. We just need to stand and trust in him. But we can't do it ourselves. That's why we need the Rukh HaKodesh inside of us. That's why God said, I'm going to make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the covenant I made with your forefathers that was written on stone. I'm putting my word into your heart. Not only for Jewish people he's doing that, but for the Gentiles as well. For those who come to know him as Messiah and trust him. And he says he's going to put his Holy Spirit inside of us to guide us on that word. See, we need those two things in our lives to get us to the promised land. God is calling us out. As we enter into this time of the counting, he's taking a census because he wants to, you to know that he knows who you are. You're not just a group of people. But he wants to know you personally. You know, the word take a census means to lift your head up. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to look to him. You know, the disciples, when Yeshua rose, kept looking up to the sky to see him go. We need to, lift, we need to be accountable to God. So I want to encourage you to lift up your head to him right now. And say, Hanani, here am I, Lord. Lord, let me do your work. Get rid of my old thinking, my old thoughts of how things should be as a believer. And Lord, make me anew in you. Clear out the debris and dig that hole so I can get rid of those old ways. Lord, let me become new in you. That's what our God's calling us for today. Let your wilderness journey be able to be that fountain of youth at the end. That beautiful place where you can go. You know, this morning before I came to service, I went out and fed the, the new fish we have there. And it's just neat to see how God has taken an area that was barren and made it beautiful. Thank you.
That's my wife's doing. It was an area plain, but now it's a place of beauty. And that's what God wants in your life. A place that you can grow and flourish. And watch what happens. So let your wilderness journey not end in the desert. But let it end in the promised land. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. You might be watching this live. You might be watching this on YouTube or Roku or Apple TV. And I just want to remind you that God loves you. And even if you're home isolated by yourself, know that God is with you. You're not alone. He will get you through these times. But if you don't have that relationship with his son, Yeshua, then you're missing that journey. Your journey is not heading into the promised land. But it's staying in the desert. If you're ready to receive Yeshua into your heart, all you need to do is say a simple prayer. Matter of fact, I want to say it right now and you can just repeat after me. And then let us know that you said that prayer wherever you are around the world and we will pray with you. <coughs> we will contact you and pray with you even more. <coughs> Excuse me. But know that you need to have Yeshua into your heart. doesn't matter if you're Jewish or Gentile. He came for all of us. And so as we get ready to worship him and receive him into our heart, matter of fact, if you're a believer out there, I want you to pray this prayer in support of those who are accepting Yeshua right now. Abba, Father, I have sinned against you. Lord, take me out of the wilderness. And Lord, bring me unto your path. Cleanse my old ways. Take out the deep roots. Lord, I ask Yeshua into my life. I believe he died and rose again. And because he lives... I can live. Thank you, Lord, for sending your Son. I ask this in Yeshua's name. Scripture says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing. I encourage you to let us know if you've said that prayer. You see the information on the screen. You can contact us and we will contact you as well. Don't let this day go by. Don't go into the wilderness and go the wrong way. Let God clean your path. Let him plant his word onto your life so that you can flourish. We ask this in Yeshua's name. Everyone said amen. Amen. Keep on that path. And we are, do have a couple announcements. One is this Friday. We're going to have our special Shavuot service. It'll be online. And what time will we be airing it, Judy? At 
at 11 a.m. And that way we'll be all set. So I just, it just came in, Judy. Thank you. And we will be doing that live streaming as well. So please join us for that. As we celebrate Shavuot, it's also the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And we are celebrating the giving of the word. So keep with us. It's going to be a great service. We'll see you then.